Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. The natives in the Amazon worshipped it like a god. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes. All on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. This is a man, a handsome, muscular man. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Movie Show. It's Friday. Celebratory time in everyone's life. Nine to noon on Friday. But they celebrate more at noon when it's finally over. As do I. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody does. Hey, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, okay. I look forward. What? I had a little summertime cold. Uh oh. And I'm I'm attributing it directly to my grandchildren. Oh yeah, they're the carrier of all the, everything. The, we we tended last Friday night and Saturday while their yeah. folks went to Las Vegas to see the the Blue Man Group. And the first thing, I'm holding my dear little sweet Brecken in my arms, and she turns and a little snotty runny nose, and she just sneezed right in my face. Oh, you, <laughs> and you and it happened the... continually Ew. through the next, oh, you know, 24 hours. So Sunday, Monday, and Shockingly, Tuesday you got a cold. were a little interesting, but I'm in the recuperatory stages and feeling good but sounding weird. Which is, you know, sounding weird becomes relevant on the movie show. So if I joke a little bit, and <laughs> you know, you I will to, forgive you. After, but I am not contagious. I've been assured. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and I even took a COVID test just to make sure. Oh. And it, it just came up strong, no COVID. So people can rest assured that I'm not infecting the world today. All right. Time to do the movie oh, show preview. Dire opening. <laughs> yeah, that's a dire. Oh, there, there's there's other dire areas we could have gone into. Okay, are you ready for this? I am because it's sponsored. So you better be. Call Climate Services is sponsoring the capital T H. Why won't they take my calls? The oh, uh huh. No, it's true. I haven't called. The, yeah, one of these days, Stephen is going to realize. Well, summer's almost over now. I've. That when un- when Uncle Louie goes, hey, I got an air conditioner, <laughs> fell off the truck, there's a little damage, there's no warranty, I might be able to install it properly, and it's yours for 28 bucks. One of these days you're going to have to realize that might not be. $28, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you just have another boat anchor, but you only paid $28 for it. Okay. 
See? Huh? I lost my boat anchor. Thanks for asking. Did you lose your boat anchor? I did. It got separated. And I just, when was the last time you were boating? Oh, it's been a couple of years. So it hasn't really mattered. No, that's true. So this whole conversation is irrelevant. <laughs> okay. I just forgot I had lost. It's time for the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Okay. Big movie becomes relative this week, and we just went with the number of of screens. That this fall is literally is the clearance sale month. You know, it, it always is. You know, August, August has always been. You know, I've, I've joked about it being the horse latitude, so that's where there's just no wind in the sails, and you start throwing things overboard. Yeah. And that's what studios are doing. They're throwing things overboard just to see if maybe they can recoup a little money on it. Fall is the big movie. We'll review that. Yeah, and the fact that I am deathly afraid of heights uh-huh. was no no big problem for me watching this movie Ooh. at all. Well, that's not good. Emily the Criminal. I have to admit, that was a little intriguing. Actually, this might be my favorite film of the week. I, well, it, you know, and I think especially for those that are out there, millennials, whomever, that are just sagging under their their. You know, student loans. Oh, yeah. Maybe there's just a little smudge on your record out there that, and. But this is Aubrey Plaza, who normally does comedies. Yeah, I know. She's stand up the whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, so we'll we'll talk about Emily the Criminal. And then there is the Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And it's as described. There are bodies everywhere when they kind of play this in the dark murder game. Yeah. They're a hurricane party, yeah. which everybody be like us having, what would it be? Let's let's have the earthquake party here in the state of Utah. Or a grasshopper party. Or the grasshopper infestation. So anyway, we'll talk about that. Mac and Rita, I have not seen. I didn't see Fall either, so oh. that entire burden is on your broad shoulders. Mac and Rita, a love song and summer ring. Summering. Summering. Not like submarine. It's summering. Summering. Yeah. Mate, it was shot here. It was shot in Midville. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. But I have not seen it, so I'm looking forward to your review. So what else is coming up here on the movie show? The Commish is going to be joining us. So save a bagel. We have uh, a mystery uh, assortment assortment of bagels over there. So we'll save one for the Commish. The The Commish, of course is the uh, director of the Utah State Film Commission. And we'll find out what's going on. Virginia Pierce will be our guest on the movie show. We've got our movie news. We've got the streaming news. And, of course, we have the movie show Top Ten. And we have the um, telephone torture. Yeah, we got all that and more. Anything you want to add to the preview here? No, I. but I did watch a couple of, well, one um, of the streaming series. I wanted to see what that five days... At Memorial was about. It's a after Katrina. Remember the hospital, the Memorial Hospital oh, yeah. had a few casualties there, yeah. and it stars Vera Farmiga. I watched the first episode. It looks like it could be pretty good. Okay. Oh, and uh, Diane will be joining oh, don't us. Don't you forget Diane. That's right. She's going to be here with the uh, quirky picks of the week. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, and the big release of the week is a movie called Fall. And let's get some sound from that. 
I have something that's planned, and I need a partner. The B67 TV Tower. I haven't climbed since... Becky! If you don't confront your fears, you are always going to be afraid. Let's do it. Let's climb your stupid tower. Oh, I'm so excited! What are you getting us into? You know, I saw the previews to this, and I have actually climbed a radio tower before, yeah. and that is pretty exciting. And those those things sway, even with the guy wires. You would, oh, absolutely. You'd be surprised. And I climbed the second highest in the state of Utah. It used to be the old KRS. All the way to the top. All the way to the top. How high was that? And I'm trying to remember because uh, KSL has the highest tower from the ground up, of course not, we not on top of a mountain. But uh, KRSP's was the second highest, and I can't remember the actual footage on it, but it was high. Well, they actually shot this somewhere. I couldn't, they won't d- disclose where they filmed this, but it was only a 100 foot tower, although in the movie, it's a 2,000 yeah. foot high. Oh, and tower. that that is not the case here in the state of Utah. Sometimes out on the prairie. Yeah. You know, you're in Nebraska, Kansas. It, it, it definitely was somewhere like Nevada, you yeah. know, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you'll have huge towers like that. You know, here in Utah, I mean, a four, 500-foot tower is, is a The thing that tower. didn't make sense to me is this is an old relic. They don't use it anymore, but they still have the light on top, obviously, to keep planes from crashing. Yeah, so planes crashing don't into fly it. into But it. why not just tear it down? You know, those lights on the top, they're as big as a five-gallon can. I mean, they are gi- it's not like there's just a couple of light well, bulbs No, not in this there. movie. Anyway, so these... <laughs> The the two girls, one used to be married to a guy who was a, a rock climber, and he dies at the beginning. I'm sorry, I don't mean to spoil it for you, but she's in a deep funk for over a year, and her best friend, Hunter, also a climber, she's kind of an adventurist, says, look, I, I want to go climb this tower. I do a you know, podcast thing called Dangerous D, and I it's sort of a thing where she just goes out and does crazy stuff. But I, I need a partner, and so, you know, she talks her into going, even though she's been traumatically, has not been back up on a mountain since her husband has, has died. So they get there, uh, and they start climbing this thing, and, it, you know, it's a piece of cake. They're just going up and up and up. They finally get to a little platform, and uh, that's about 32 minutes in. So if you have a problem with heights, uh this is where you want to bail out, I, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Watching this, even on my little computer screen at home, I was freaking out because yeah. they're up there, and I, I kept going, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. It's all special effects. I said that like a million times to myself, and still, the blood just kind of drains from my body. When I, I get I... a little, you know, when, when there's a scene in a movie and the, the height, yeah. and I'll, I'll get that little, it's a recoil a reaction. Yeah. So I'm, I, that's the whole movie for me. I'm just squirming the whole time. <laughs> and they get up there, and uh, something happens, and the la- part of the ladder that's, you know, the platforms where they end up, it, it just, you know, it's all rusted and bolts are coming out, and, you know, it's gone. Yeah. And the, the closest thing is about 60 feet below them. There are two a little, uh, you know, like dishes that kind of stick out. But how the heck are they going to get down? Here's the cool thing about it. It's two women, so you think, oh, they're going to start crying and freaking out. They don't. They don't panic. In fact, well, they kind of want to. Yeah. But it says, all right, we have to think our way out of this. And so they realize that um, they have their cell phones, but they're so high up, they can't get a signal. But they remember at the bottom of the, I don't know, maybe this might be a propane moment. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't no. know how they work either. But at the bottom of the hill, they, they did get a signal. 
So they're thinking, well, maybe I could, we could stuff one of our shoes and put the phone in it and dial somebody that we know and then drop the shoe. Yeah. And hopefully by the time it reaches the bottom, somebody will have gotten the signal. That's actually pretty smart. I thought, that's a really good idea. So they're coming up with, trying to come up with ways to figure out how to get out of there. At one point, there's these two yahoos camping nearby, and they're like, hey, hey, hey. And they finally look up, and they go, huh, well, their car must be nearby. They break into their car and steal it. Oh, that's And they're way, way up there, you know. Oh, good and grief. I thought, what a couple of jerks. So the whole movie is kind of filled with these little moments. And it actually works. It's pretty good. Really? This is a $3 million budget movie. Wow. Yeah. And the other thing was... That's barely enough to pay the caterers. Well, I mean, consider they're on a tower, just the two of them. Yeah. just. I mean, there's a couple other people in it. But beyond that, the other thing was that then when they shot the movie, uh, they had all this natural sound. And these girls are, you know, they're scared to death. So there's a lot of F-bombs that they had to filter out because Lionsgate bought it and they said, we want it to be PG-13. Can you clean it up? He's like... There's like 30 F-bombs. How are we going to do that? <laughs> yeah. And he managed to clean it all up. So there's like one, I think. Uh, but it, it's an intense movie. Rated PG-13. It's really on the edge, though, because there's vultures and all kinds of... This one girl gets a cut on her leg going up, and it's starting to fester a little bit. And so the vultures are kind of coming around. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, it's... But it's a good movie. I was shocked at how much and I so enjoyed it. So they didn't disclose the exact location where they shot this? I looked everywhere to find out where B6, B67 TV Tower was, and uh, th- there's no indication where they... They said they're just hours from L.A., so it had to be either Nevada, Arizona, somewhere in that vicinity, because yeah. it's definitely desert. Um, and I didn't recognize the little, you know, little gas station motel that's... You can see it from the tower... But oh, and they also have a. Uh, this was cool. They have a drone, but it, when it goes out so far and it's going to lose its power, it has a retrieve button that it keeps enough power to get back. Right. So now they have to figure out how to charge it, and that's where your light bulb comes into play. Ah. So there's a lot of stuff going on in this, and they're really kind of thinking this through. I mean, they really are working every angle, and I was kind of proud of them for that. I thought, Good for them. Okay. So B plus. Wow, for three million dollar budget. I know. I was. That's almost like mariachi money. Oh, it, and, and mariachi was twenty five years ago, and that was five grand. Yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, they're going to make their money back. I mean, this is like the Black Phone was a twenty million dollar movie, and it's made one hundred and fifty million. So, wow. I, I was just again though. If you are afraid of heights, forget it. This movie will make you nuts. And so this is showing at... It's Meg- a wide Meg- release. Wide release. How, how wide? Well, it's about 1,200 plus was the number that I heard. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's not Top Gun right. theater numbers, but it is It is in wide release. You can see, you can find it. Okay. And it's simply called Fall. All right. That is the... It big- should be called Uh-Uh, uh-uh. or No Way in Heck. In Heck. See, I'm cleaning up a little bit. Steve's cleaning up his act. Giant. Wow, I don't know. Not successful. (laughs) Time to turn over a new leaf here. Steve's cleaning up his act. (laughs) All right, it is 929. Alert the media. (laughs) Alert the media. 929 here at KSL News Radio. And, of course, when we come back, we'll have some uh, movie show news for you. We'll talk more with Melissa from Sound Sleep Medical. We're anticipating a visit from the 
Utah State Film Commissioner, the commissioner herself, Virginia Pierce, will uh, deign to be seen with us today, risk her reputation. We actually have to stand when she enters the room. I know we do. We salute as well. It's 9.30 here at KSL News Radio. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay, The Flash. You know, I don't know what happens to people, but uh, Ezra Miller just continues to step in everywhere. I don't know what is going on here. And it's actually now to the point where it's jeopardizing the actual production itself that is scheduled to be released, you know, before too long. And also maybe even the future of him in the franchise and everything else. Well, they want, they're talking about the CW kid that does the Flash. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he could step in. He's like, I'll do it. Exactly. Kinda and it's interesting the what the scenarios are now for Warner Brothers. And one is that hopefully his mom... Uh, will help him seek professional help after returning home to their farm in Vermont. If that happens, might be salvageable. Second scenario, even if Miller doesn't reach out for help, Warners could still release this film, but then don't expect him to play any kind of a prominent role in up, you know, in the publicity or anything else, or in upcoming. The third case, things go from bad to worse. The situation just totally disintegrates, and they scrap a $200 million movie. Now, honestly, I cannot see that happening. But it's one of the three scenarios that Warner Brothers is talking about right what now. What a mess they're going through right now, because they just canceled the Batgirl movie. I know. Which was a $90 million, almost $100 million production, without even thinking. They just, boom. Yep. And yet they're having all this trouble with Ezra. And they're like, well, I don't know. What should we do? Should have canceled that movie and kept Batgirl. Well, there you go. Because, I mean, come on. Everybody's having a fit about that. Like, wait a minute. I know. Maybe, you know, because she's Hispanic. Is that it? If that's the case, oh, boy. Oh, that, that it can't in, in this day and age. But you know what? You know, that's the first thing people think of. Yeah. You canceled the poor little Hispanic girl's movie, but you kept this little white kid who's broken every law on the planet it just feels wrong the stuff is just insane what he is in trouble for too and, oh. and he just keeps going and going and going what have you Stephen? well let's see first of all top gun maverick is coming back to the imax theaters which is yay boy no kidding if you're gonna see it you might as well go the full monty on this one go ahead and i mean because you know think about it all the big movies have kind of come and they've right. run their course but Top Gun Maverick, everybody's still clamoring for it. Yep. Guess what else they're going to play on the IMAX? What? E.T., the extraterrestrial. Really? Guess what anniversary? This is going to frost. Well, let's see. I can, I can almost tell you it would be the 40th anniversary. It is the 40th anniversary Yeah, because D and I, E.T. Can you D and I were, were newly married. I was back in New York for a radio convention, and I saw it there on the Movie Land Theater on Broadway. The only movie I could actually drag my parents to go see with me. All right, we'll go see that stupid alien E.T. thing. 40 years, holy crap. 40 years. So on top of that, Hollywood has stashed, get this. Yes. The studios have stashed away $21 billion. Oh, okay. To the, for the maybe recession that's coming, you know they're they're planning for the it. maybe recession. Yeah, so that's an MR. Stashed away twenty one million dollars, hopefully to ride out any potential recession. Okay, all right. Conan the Barbarian. Why is this making news? Because of an interview with Jason. Oh, 
yeah, he hated and, it. Oh, he, well, you know, he said actually that it, it was a great experience. And he said, you know, that That's not he, the headline I read. He, oh, yeah. But it was because of the editing and everything. When oh. you read the fine print on that, speaking with uh, British uh, GQ, he opened up about the film. And I'm going to read the quote. He said, I've been a part of a lot of things that really sucketh much. That's my term, not his. And movies where it's out of your hands. Conan the Barbarian was one of them. One of the best experience I had. And it was taken over and turned into a big pile of. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, the, that's the headline I read. Yeah, that's the headline. But he said shooting it and working with everybody and performing was a joy. But you just never know how it's going to turn out that's because what the he editor said. has the final say. That's what he said. And the, he said it, it should have had a much better uh, reception than it did. But basically the editing turned it into the, to the pile. I got one more for you. Okay. Oscar Isaac, a while ago, he said, I am burnt out with Star Wars. I can't do it. Well, apparently, he's over that. Really? He says, uh, the burnout has subsided, and I would be more than happy to play Poe Dameron in the future. Was it one of I looked please, at my please, bank please. account? <laughs> you know, his actual name is Oscar Isaac Hernandez. And, of course, he had to drop the Hernandez so he could get work. Oh, I mean, this is crazy. It is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. Because John Leguizamo is having a fit about um, James Franco playing Castro, even though he's half Portuguese. So, I mean, yeah. technically not Latino, but he's still, you know, in the in the neighborhood. Right. And Leguizamo goes, man, what the heck? There's all these Latino actors out there that would love to play, you know, Castro. And you got James Franco. Isn't that funny? I remember, you know, one of the very first reviews I, I did for uh, Channel 5 many, many years ago. And John Leguizamo was in it. And I remember I just, you know, said, please don't let me mispronounce his name. Now it's just, it, it, it's just. It just a, rolls off It rolls off your tongue. He is such a part of Hollywood. He is so amazing, so gifted, and was in the very, very beginning. And, you know, you just hope we, we kind of grow up eventually. Yeah, I know. I, I, I hope we can get past the point where we have to worry about. You know, you have to be a certain race to play a certain part. Right. I mean, it just makes yeah. It's hard to. I get how, you know, if you're in that situation and it's your people, and you're like, uh, how about one of us play that? Yeah. And I I understand that, but also, I mean, good grief. I know. It's not I know. Too crazy. Whenever I get upset about it, I I look at the progress we have made, and that isn't justifying that we don't need to go f- further. Yeah. Uh, we because we absolutely do, but. We're a, we're a long way from uh, Fred Astaire playing, you know, Asian roles and Frederick John March Wayne and John playing Wayne playing Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan and imagine how oh, that would man. fly today. Oh, gee, just well, it didn't fly so well then. <laughs> that, that movie crashed and burned. That's true. The movie show. Look at him; he's heading for that small moon. I think I can get him before he gets there. He's almost in range. On KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. It's the movie show today at KSL News Radio. And Stephen, sir, before we hit the top of the hour, we probably ought to review another movie. You were talking about love song. A love song, yeah. It, this is Dale Dickey and Wes Studi in a little simple story. I think we have some. Sound. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm meeting someone here, supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And who is this someone? I don't know, really. I mean, I knew him as a kid. Not even sure what he looks like anymore. Howdy. You know me? I don't know. 
You know me? <laughs> I'm a fan of Wes Studi. I am and, too. You know, I've, I've enjoyed almost. Geronimo. Oh, everything. Terrific. He's, he's a great actor. And this is, these are two people that you wouldn't normally put in a movie like this, but she's got a little camp trailer and, uh, she's parked at, at slot number seven, told him that's where he, she'd be some during, during the summer. She's there the whole time and kind of by herself. And there's some other campgrounds spread out, but it's by a little lake it's supposed to be Colorado, but I, I couldn't quite tell. I think it was filmed in Southwest Colorado. Uh, and uh, she's just, you know, some of the other cameras like, well, what are you doing out here? She goes, well, waiting for a friend. <laughs> and eventually he does show up, you know, with a little bouquet and he's got his dog and, uh, they kind of reminisce about their life. It, this is a character piece. This is not one of those. This is the exact opposite of Top Gun Maverick. It is a slow, deliberate. So you're saying Michael Bay did not direct this. I hope if he did, he must have been restrained because <laughs> there's no way he could have done he this. He was movie. sedated. But it's just a sweet little story about these two people that kind of re- reconnect and uh, have conversations about life and uh, she's part of most of this movie. She's by herself, uh, and and she she only has two books, and they're both Autobahn books. This is this one's for the daytime, and this one's for the nighttime. Wow. And so she studies the stars at night, and then she goes around looking for rodents and whatever, and and the different wildflowers and stuff. So she's you know occupied. Plus, I, this was interesting. She she has a little trap, and she throws it out there with some bacon in it, and then catches crawdads. That's what she has for breakfast every morning. Crawdads. Crawdads. He boils them and rips her tail off, and you know, there just you go. it's just again, it's one of those little character movies that you wouldn't. These people you wouldn't normally see as leads in a romantic movie, and the romance is pretty pretty soft, but yeah. it's just it's just charming, you know. I love the fact that and she, if you ever saw My Name Is Earl. She played, um, well, she was a lady of the day, of the night, but she worked in the daytime. In the daytime. And, well, and you she's know, very you funny. Shifts. You know, her, her, uh, she's just got a real rugged face, you know, and, but uh, what a sweetheart she is. And I just, I just enjoyed this film. You know, every now and then, and our, our listeners have probably heard it quite a bit. I mean, I love action movies as much as anybody. But, boy, every now and then, you like to just kick back and really see some scenes in depth, have it just kind of your heart just beats maybe a little slower for yeah. a second, and you savor just like the person on the screen is. Exactly. And it's just a, a it is a, a kind of a almost just sit back and enjoy nature and, and see what these people are up to, and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Nothing amazing is going to happen, but. Some life is going to take place, and you're just going to enjoy it with them. We are so conditioned for the action now. And back in the day, it was called the MTV Cuts because, you know, nothing could be over five or seven seconds before it changes. Yeah. Or, you know, you're just going to bore people to death. The, there, there are folks that if, if it isn't like that, if it isn't a lot of actions and a lot of cuts and a lot of, you know, big music and so on, they, they've, I, I've, I've heard that disappointingly to me. When I think a movie has just been an amazing experience, I think, ah, it was boring. And, you know, if you judge it by that standard, yeah. You know, it reminded me of uh, the straight story with the 
oh. Farnsworth on yeah. the tractor on going the, to visit his brother or whatever? Yeah, and he's he's just on a little riding lawnmower, Richard Farnsworth. Richard, that's him. Yeah, he, what an amazing actor. I know. I miss him. Yeah, he I do, so too. so good in so I many things. Too. All right, so the title of this one again is... is a Love Song. Uh, it is rated, actually rated PG. PG, PG. Wow. Just a sweet little movie, uh, and it is in theaters, uh, in Megaplex theaters right now, and uh, I gave it a, a B plus. A B plus. Wow. I'm, I'm in a good mood today. You're in a good mood. I mean, the fall was good. Well, we can change that, Steve. Yeah, I'm sure you'll work yeah. on it. Yeah, we'll 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 collectively work on that. The movie show. We've got two stories here. We've got a story about degenerate clergy. And we've got a story about a bunch of lawyers turning child abuse into a cottage industry. Now, which story do you want us to write? Because we're writing one of them. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, it is a happy day when the movie show welcomes the commish herself, and she is here live and in color in person. And uh, Virginia. Good to have you join us here on the movie show. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. We always love to just go right for the juggler on the information. So what's the skinny? What's happening in the state of Utah? You uh, just returned from southern Utah. I did. Anything happening down there? Yes. There's a a little project ramping up um, in and around Moab. I know we've talked about this before, but Mr. Costner is back in the state and he is gearing up to start shooting on his epic western that's a big bug production it's a big it's a big boy big big boy (laughs) deal here yeah yeah i can't wait to see it yeah i think it's gonna be really great the cast is amazing and i can't talk about it yet but maybe next month Ooh. really really amazing cast oh that is exciting really fun and so this is out around the moab area yeah they're they're the town, kind of what they call in the film world as the hero location, is right around Moab. But yeah. they're shooting in Price and San Juan and Kanab and you know they're in St. George. They're really trying to spread the love down there. Yeah. So hopefully that. That works is out. really really cool. Do we do we have any timetables in? You know, production wrap-ups or when this so might actually be visible? they're shooting, the majority of shooting is going to play, take place all through the fall. I think they'll try to wrap around Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then I think that's it for this this particular, you know, he said this is going to be four movies or five movies. I mean, I, I don't know what it'll end up being. I think yeah. somewhere in between all of that, um, maybe it's a limited series. Maybe it is in theatrical. I don't, they, I, they haven't said yet. So Yeah. But so he's finished with the the next season of Yellowstone. They already wrapped that up. And yes. Now he's working on his own project. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he just came into town. He's here now. What about Taylor? Is he still working on? Uh, Taylor's still working on. Taylor Sheridan is still working on a project that he'll come to Utah with in November. So um, that more is cool. TBD, TBD on that one. You know what's interesting is I, I finally caught up on all of 1883. I didn't have Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. And I'd seen, like Steve, you know, I'd, I'd seen the first uh, episode, and I think Steve saw the second. But I binged it. Uh, I did, too. Uh, and I thought it was oh, so good. I thought it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always loved Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. I've always thought he is, so, whether it's Roadhouse or whatever, you know, the, the guy is, is truly amazing. And his portrayal of kind of the wagon master here was just off the charts and as it 
and he got better and better and the emotion in that but it was so incredible, and now I'm so excited for the other things that are coming up. Now, what's up. the next one called? 1932. Or 19, did they change it from 20? It was 23, and, and now, it, it's now it's 32, 32. right? Yeah, yeah. 19, 1932. But at the end of all of this, there was kind of a, a feature on what Taylor Sheridan's working on. And I go, good grief, does this guy ever sleep? I know. I, I and mean, they're huge projects. He's got like, like a dozen. 18 or something. I, I mean, and it's the incredible. Next, uh, 1932 is um, Nicole Kidman and. Yeah. Wait, I uh, thought it was uh, Helen Mirren oh, and Harrison. You're right. It's Nicole Helen Kidman's Mirren. in one of them. Yeah, though. you're right. She's not in that one. It's she, Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford. Uh, also amazing. Yeah, yeah which is incredible. <laughs> Every, and, everything he's doing is big time. And then you look yeah. at Tulsa with Sylvester Stallone Tulsa and King. everything. And the interviews that they're doing with uh, Taylor Sheridan to get a little background, he said, you know, in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing here, it's basically, I get all the people that I've loved and admired, and I put them in the things that I want to work on. I know. Can you imagine how that kind of He's in a very climate? rarefied airspace right yeah. now. He can just do what he wants. It's he's he's got the golden touch right yeah. now. Well, and it's fun, too, to watch for his, his – they're not cameos. They're more than that. Uh-huh. But, you know, yeah, his, he was his in 1883. He was in 1883. Yeah. What did he play in that? Oh, he just comes up he and like he's – like an old cowboy. Like a, the, you know. He's the guy that's saying, have you run into the barbed wire yet? <laughs> You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. He goes, and Sam Elliott goes, I never heard of it. But he goes, well, it's something cows won't go through, you know, with the barbs. And he's just the one kind of advising him and talking about, you know, well, we'll see. And he says, well, are you going to see him? Where will I see you? And on the trail. And he goes, well, this is my last ride. And he goes, well, then it's a farewell. It's so long, you know. <laughs> so he good. is so good. Cool cowboy stuff. Yeah, is that yeah. cool totally. cowboy stuff. So, all right. Well, we've had our little Sheridan Fest here. Yes. Uh, now, any any word on what the vibes are up in Montana? Because they still bill Yellowstone as being shot in Montana and Utah. I know they don't. They're they're not shooting any of it here. But and I'm happy it's in. I'm happy Montana has it. You know, it's like we need to all spread the love because there's just so much production happening. So it's good to see other states. You were well, telling nice us, of you. yeah. The, I like the Montana we're, we're not, Film we're, we're not quite as, well, they, we, we, we like them too, but we like them in Montana. We want, you know, Yellowstone. now we have Kevin. That. We got that yeah, one. Yeah, but we do have Kevin. That's yeah. true. That That is not a consolation yeah. no, prize. No. Let's put it that way. I've, I've got to ask about the, the uh, supply chain. You were mentioning that when you've been down communing with all the filmmakers and everybody mm-hmm. and, you know, all the big, the big kids. That, you know, it hits everybody. It's, you know, you want to build a big old hairy set? It's tough nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it's, I I don't know if you realize until you get on the ground of a very big production how much, it's a small city that gets erected in a number of weeks. And so all the things that go along with the city of transportation and housing and meals and, you know, construction i mean you need everyone and it's and even though moab's pretty well equipped for you know tourists and they they obviously yeah. have lots of hotels it's still a very big production for them so yeah. they're just kind of we're working through the kinks and making sure everyone has isn't it funny need. though back in the day when Kanab and moab they used to put on these big huge, huge. productions and that time has gone and all these people that live there now like no idea what to expect yeah. well i actually said to the one of the producers because i was like how do they do these giant westerns in the middle of nowhere i mean how did they do 1883 
And he said they uh, they bought 150 RVs and made a town. Can you I mean, imagine? they were in the middle of nowhere. 150 Texas. RVs. So Can you imagine like, the price okay, well, tag on that? We're not quite there yet. At least Whoa. we have. <laughs> Whoa. Let's talk about some of the other things that are cooking. Yeah, like, uh, we have some great stuff in town. Right summering now, is, is premiering. Summering is premiering. That shot last summer in and around Midvale. Midvale. And so oh, you, you it'll definitely be really can see Midvale. See, yeah. um, for everyone who knows Midvale Main Street, they, it features prominently and lots of neighborhoods. And um, it's a sweet movie. Yeah. Kind of a stand by me for it's exactly. for girls. Yes. Or with girls. Um it's yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. yeah it becomes sort of a Nancy Drew mystery as they try <laughs> to figure out yeah. who this dead guy is. Yeah. But, well the big question is, is Vincent Drug included it in is. here? It is. Right. I know, I love that place. It is. There's a shot of Vincent Drug. Mm-hmm. You know, one one of the guys in the Vincent family. Uh, was actually associated with the movie show for a while, remember? I, I'm trying to remember his first name right now, but just a great kid who was kind of not interning but, but helping us on, on things, mm. and, and that was his family. Yeah, that's you know? cool. And then we've got um, we have a production that's just wrapping up that it was shooting in Park City and in and around Salt Lake as well. I think they were at a trolley, and it's called Gonzo Girl, and it's based on Hunter S. Thompson and him writing his last book. And Patricia Arquette directs. It's her first directorial debut. And Willem uh, Defoe Defoe is in it. Sean Penn is in it. Wow. Some really fun. um, It's an indie. And I think I'm sure I would imagine we'll see it at Sundance. It has kind of that vibe. Yeah. Um, We got another short film that's just about to shoot by Christine Walker. And she directed or produced Darling Companion back in the day with Diane Keaton. Kevin Klein, they shot here, and uh, she's, I mean, she's done a bunch of stuff, but she grew up in Salt Lake, a uh, Hawaiian father, Caucasian mother, kind of bridging right. both worlds, and she has written this gorgeous, very fantastical uh, short film that she's hoping to make into a feature that she's going to shoot in Salt Lake, very, you know, a lot about the Pacific Islander culture here. and oh, just, nice. Which is huge. Which is huge, yeah, yeah, and I'm excited to have her come back. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. I was looking over some of the information you sent us, and three filmed in Utah projects premiering Toronto. Yeah, oh yeah, you're right, I forgot. Film festival, like and boy, I'm seeing some familiar names on uh, directing and so on. Yeah. You know, um, we haven't mentioned Hallmark once yet. I know. I know, even though they're shooting right now, too. <laughs> That's right. It's a, it's a big day for us when we have more than just Hallmark to talk about. This, right? is, this is good stuff. Yeah. You've got to tell us about these films. Like, let's start with Roost, after all, directed by Amy, Amy Redford. Redford, which you we may have recognized that last name. No, I, I recognize that last name. And, you know, she's been a guest on the show, and she is just a delight. Yeah, she's She really great. is. So when... When we get closer to an opportunity to talk about this yeah. with her, we'd love that. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I have not seen it yet, so it'll be great <coughs> to see that. And then Sick was one that came, which is funny because it's not about COVID at all, but it did come in right, right, like one of the first things to shoot here um, after COVID or one, when we were kind of getting back up to speed. Um, and then VHS 99 is Joseph and Vanessa Winter. Have you talked to them? Mm-mm. Ever, you should talk to them. They're a great filmmaking couple out of Utah County. They did another film that we uh, supported a couple of years ago that w- did really well at South by. They shoot kind of indie horror, 
um, camp, I went campy kind of yeah. like great sensibility. They do a ton with a very little money. They're really interesting. So mm. I'm excited to see that. Oh, they, we'd love to have that on the show. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Who was it that did the movie down in Kanaj that we liked so much? Oh, I, uh, Robert Machoian. Oh man. He's got another one that I think was a tell you or South by this year and I'm, I'm trying to get him to shoot another one in utah i yeah. love his style i loved his touch on yeah, that i had too. no idea what to expect and can't i can't remember the name of it though uh, oh killing of two lovers killing of two lovers that's right even though there's no killing of lovers i yeah, know i know <laughs> yeah my, I, I always love that when i i finish watching movies like why was it called that i have some really dear friends uh, including a cousin of mine and a, and a very dear friend who uh, has family roots in Kanash, and mm-hmm. I, I love that area. And as I'm watching that movie, and I'm, I, you know, it's fun to go into a movie and you're just mm-hmm. clueless and you're watching it. And I went, I know, oh, I know where that is. That's 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 Kanash. <laughs> I know he did. I mean, that was one of those landscape becomes another character in the right. film. It just is gorgeous. Right. What are some of the other things that you're keeping your ear to the if, ground? If that's on? not enough. I know, right? Yeah, as Jeez, if, always yeah. wanting more. I know, I know. she's given us. What this. have you done for me lately? That's right. But what about right now? Yes. No, I think we're gonna we're ramping up to be very busy. I think I've been saying that all summer, but it's really hitting. I think. Yeah crew are working there's a ton of extra um availability so if you're looking if you're interested in doing extra work there's one that's out at the wendover airstrip that they're looking for extras a lot of extras for and it will be a big one and really fun so that's a cool place out there yeah. for those who have never been there they'll the have history. to close the whole towns down oh, <laughs> I know. the history at the wendover air field yeah. is remarkable including the training for the dropping of the atomic bomb yeah. Yeah. Nolan Gay, everybody well and that's where they shot con air right yeah 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 i think that the and that con one air movie with matthew modine with the the wind was it wind i'm trying to remember that? No, i know what you're talking about but i can't think of it right now yeah <sighs> You mentioned Hallmark movies, you know. And, and Hallmark. You know, I mean, There's hey. Ha- extra, we need extras for Hallmark if you want to put uh, winter you know, stuff on. I'm not kidding. You. <laughs> you know, I never want to take Hallmark for granted. We love Hallmark movies, and I love the fact that they shoot everywhere. And, you and know. actually, Love in the Limelight just premiered last weekend. So for Hallmark fans out there, if you saw that one, um, it was the Peñas, the real-life couple. I'm blanking on their first names right now. And it's set in Salt Lake City, which is really fun. They shot a lot at Western Governors University. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, from what I'm hearing, people loved it. You know, that's a very historic site where Western Governors University is there on about 39 South and 7th. Uh-huh. That's where the... Woodland Drive-In Theater oh, used to be. Oh, right. right. Yeah, when I, I was forgot in, about that. I learned how to run full-tilt projectors, arc lamp projectors there. Isn't that where also where Captain Nemo oh, had a Oh, yeah. It, there were some real interesting <laughs> factors with uh, Gene Woodland. Yeah, that was an interesting, interesting time. But the okay, Woodland and then theater. one other thing. Yes. How, did you see that Zac Efron was here and he posted on his Instagram page in front of East High? And got it like blew up the internet that day. <laughs> but did he mention the movie show? Well, he said, "Don't you forget about me." So oh, maybe he was talking know. about you, Doug. No, he wasn't. <laughs> might, might have been D when they were shooting at Murray High School. I wonder too, why you know, he was so. in town. Was he? So just... I do know why he's in town. He is the new brand spokesperson for Kodiak Cakes. 
Really? The oh, I saw that. Yeah. That he was doing. So that. I think he was here. I doing love Kodiak cakes. I know, right. The whole time my <laughs> son was in California that. on an LDS mission, I would send him about every other month boxes of Kodiak <laughs> and real maple syrup. Oh, they make great pancakes. They do. Yeah, oh, right, absolutely. That's right. I remember he was going to yeah. do that. Oh, that's really cool. I know. Well, Virginia, unless you want to spill the beans on a million other things, hey, how is the Utah Film Studio faring through all of They're this? They're doing great. They're going to, yeah, things are ramping up there. There's two productions that are shooting right now, smaller things, but then they're booked pretty much all fall and winter. Oh, thank so, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. With another production I can't talk about, but maybe next oh. Well, aren't you full of surprises? <laughs> and, uh, That's right. Boy, she's not only just dumped everything on the table, she's still got stuff up I the sleeve. Still stuff to talk about next month. Wow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You have me on every month, so. We do? <laughs> <laughs> did anybody notice she that? She goes, who's responsible for that's this? Right. You're fired. What did you do wrong? <laughs> Virginia, we love having you on the show. Nice yeah. to see you This guys. is great. And congratulations on all the cool stuff that's yeah. going on. So fun. And it's awfully big of you to be so generous to Montana. I you must really like their film I do. Commissioner. I like them up there. So why don't they build a – they were going to build a studio and I then they decided – I think they – aren't they working on it or did they say – Well, last I heard that they sold the land uh, to a trucking company that, that was set aside um, for this big studio. So. You know, it's complicated. You know, it's money. It's always money. It's always money. (laughs) Life is complicated. Virginia, you're a great friend. Thank you for joining us here on The Movie Show. All right. Virginia Pierce, the director of the Utah Film Commission. We affectionately know her as the commish. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back with more of The Movie Show. The Movie Show. Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Speaking of nerf herding, here we are on the movie show at KSL News Radio. Boy, it's always fun to talk with Virginia. Uh, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's great, and uh, she uh, looks pretty busy. I mean, oh, like she's just running. And isn't that just a wonderful, wonderful thing? And it's a lot of things. You know, the pipeline is beginning to flow, which is great. But also, you know, some steps taken in the state of Utah uh, that have encouraged especially the rural shooting of, of movies. And I'm so, so happy to see Kevin Costner. Oh, isn't that down cool? Well, I just can't yeah. wait to see what yeah, he me comes too. up with. Me too. I love Such his stuff. Such a talent. Planning on a weekend of binge watching? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all. So you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay. I've been doing a lot of streaming, a lot of binging lately. As I mentioned, I finally ponied up and forked over the money for Paramount Plus and I've been catching up on all kinds of stuff and I've already alluded to eighteen eighty three. But I'm really looking forward to the Joe Pickett series. That's the CJ Box. Okay. You know? They canceled the second season. No. He's upset with how they're handling his book somehow. CJ is? Yeah, Spectrum yeah. Originals is one who did the... And it is... I watched the whole thing, and it is... I watched it, and I'm like, okay, when's the second season? And then they were like, yeah, it's coming. And then I read just a, like a, two or three days ago, he was upset with how they're doing it, and he says, we're done. Really? So there may not be... A, Although I can't imagine it's the best thing that Spectrum Originals has ever done. Yeah. It's their biggest hit by far. If somebody doesn't pick up Joe Pickett 
and make CJ happy with what they're putting out. Right. Because the cast is 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 phenomenal. Well, he's got a gazillion books too, so there is material for as long as people want it practically. Well, I hope it comes back because when I read it just ticks me off when they they get you hooked on a season, and I watch yeah. the whole thing, and they they obviously have cliffhangers at the end of the season. Oh, sure. And it's it not going to come back? Oh, I broke my heart. Oh, wow. That so was anyway, on my list of... Yeah, that's what I'm going to be catching up on is... You're uh, going to enjoy at least the first season, hopefully. Yeah, and hopefully there'll be a second season. What have you got, Steve? Well, let's see. Uh, Hulu says Prey, the movie, the prequel to Predator, right? which, by the way, is the best one the first one and this one are the best of the Predator series, by far. is the biggest movie or TV series that they've ever premiered wow. on Hulu. So that's very cool. Uh, there's only one more episode of Better Call Saul. That's on Monday night. That has been just absolutely amazing. Um, I've been watching this five days at Memorial on Apple TV+. Plus. It is the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina and the right. people that were... Ended up stuck at the Memorial Hospital, and some terrible things happened there. We're about to find out on this, in this series. Um, and Joe Keery, who plays Steve on the Stranger Things, yeah, he's going to be joining Juno Temple, who is, you know, uh, Keely on on, uh, <laughs> you know, I, Ted Lasso. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, John Hamm, Jennifer Jason Lee in a new season five of Fargo. Now, if you haven't seen Fargo. The the series are almost as good or better than the movie. Wow, yeah. And they're completely different, but they're all stories kind of set in that, you know, South Dakota, North Dakota area, and they're just nuts. I mean, and these are based on true stories, so I can't wait for season five to come out with the... Speaking of John Hamm, yeah. am I the only guy that was surprised to see him hanging out with Flo and Progressive Insurance? I think those are funny They spots. are funny. They really are. She goes, anything for Tom Hamm. I know. <laughs> you got the name wrong and everything. Then when they're having dinner and it seems to be and then everybody's sitting there. Yeah. I, There's a new one. Uh, they just came out yesterday and I was laughing. And he goes, oh, man, that, what about that flow? Yeah, we're having, I got a date with her. What should I do? Asking the the kid. Yeah. yeah. And it looks pretty funny. I, I, have I don't know admit, how in the world. I was so surprised, though. I thought, is that really John Hamm? You know, he does the Mercedes voice. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. On on one hand, I go, it is so cool when people will do that, you know, and, and it's fun. Yeah. And actually know. playing himself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really very cool. cool. Okay. Well, we've talked about the good things on Hulu. Well, let's talk about the price increase. Disney has announced it's raising the price of uh, Disney Plus to ten ninety nine a month, up from the current seven ninety nine starting December 8th. And uh, Disney's also raising the price of the Hulu subscription. Uh, the ad-free will jump from twelve ninety nine a month to fourteen ninety nine, while the ad-supported version will cost seven ninety nine. And it's just not, you know, we talked about the you know, ESPN and everything. They're all doing an ad version. That's why we go to streaming. I so know. we don't have to, I'm I sorry know. for the advertisers, but. And remember when Disney, you know, launched, what was it, been three years ago, four years ago? Yeah. I'm, Time's collapsing here. Never. Oh, and you think, wow, that's a good price. And remember, you and I being the curmudgeons we are, you. How long is that going to last? Yeah. Well, Michael Reagan, he bought the whole package, so that he's grandfathered in for life. I guess I don't know. Well, some people have the vision. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And we do not. And the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. What can we say? So anyway, I just thought I'd uh, rain on everybody's parade here. You know, brace yourself. Yeah, not only are the prices for... going up, but they're going to offer these ad versions, which is I like, know. what's the point? I, I mean, know. now and, you're just regular TV. And again. you know what's really weird? It depends on the streaming uh, service. But if you try to – and it's not like I'm trying to cheat the system and, and fast forward through. I just – I notoriously have to stop for something. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm either taking care of a grandkid or something, or I get a phone call, or whatever it is. You know, that's the the bad news about not going into the, the, the to the big theater and seeing it on a big screen. Yeah. And then you go back and try to re-navigate everything, and it's crazy. Oh, you can't. This program does not allow fast forwarding. fast forwarding. Oh, and you and know, even though I recorded it, you and, know, like, and dark wind. I'm still going to get through that because I love Hillerman. I, I really liked what I saw. But it was the same thing. I was just going, do I have to start this over? I can't do what? I can't do what? And, you know, and eventually you figure it out. But it's such a pain. It, well, it's actually taken me back to the old days where when the commercial came on, you go and finish the dishes yeah, or something. I know. And plus, when you do fast forward, you know, you, you get past the commercial and you go, okay, well, I've already. You can't. It, it's not. Oh, there is a couple of them that have the smart time, right? Where you just hit it, and then it'll automatically go back. But usually, you know, you, you're able to see it. You're, yeah, you, you can know, see that little. It's like you're you're in fast forward, and you can see it. Yeah. But some of them, you're just guessing. Yeah. It's. Boy, did we just go? Oh, it was a fine wine here on the movie. Talk show about a first world problem that was brought to you by. <laughs> yes, we ought to do that. The fine wine on the movie show every week. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over huge. Yeah, that'll go over big. All right. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall take a brief respite, and we shall come back with more of the movie show. I think we need to do the movie show top ten. I'm sure that thousands of people this early are out there still sleeping, just clamoring, going, "When stop? Are these guys going to do the movie show top ten? No, we've been waiting a whole week." For that joyous moment. Oh, it must be great in Doug World. Oh, well, we, we'll talk about Steve World someday, but unfortunately, that is KSL doesn't carry that rating. Funhouse horror movie. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the movie show. So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, Stephen, it is time. No, it's really time. It's time. Okay, what time is it? <clears throat> oh, not that. <laughs> you <laughs> mean time bomb? You seem kind of excited there for a minute. Yeah. Okay. You switched me. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the movie show top <gasps> ten. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Dallin literally walked in the door and, and turned you around. started and he just like shook his head. What? You don't That is the best reaction ever. I mean, all I saw was just somebody doing about face and I saw them shuffling back down the hall. The only other better reaction was when Mandy was at the fridge and she did that, you know, the squirrel video where the squirrel suddenly looks over. Well, remember the deal at Hale Center Theater that one day when people literally jumped and looked around? <laughs> was it something I said, Dallin? I think he was trying to avoid the tidal wave. Of the love. inevitable? It the, was too funny. The though. glory? No, he just like, nope. 
Not today. The movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I put up with so much oh. from this weird show. I'm mad, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Ooh, okay, Mr. Network. Mad as heck. Ooh, and I'm almost, I know. You almost said it. Okay. Call Climate Services is the proud sponsor of this prestigious segment here on the movie show, the movie show top 10. So here we go. Number 10, Black Phone. It's made about $87 million domestically. Does this have an international audience? $63 million foreign. We're at 149 on a $20 million budget. I know. Incredible. Elvis has made about $137 million domestically. And has not left the building uh, in the foreign market either. Yeah. 115. It's at 253. Yeah, it's doing okay, but yeah. I honestly thought it would do a little better than that. Easter Sunday have made about five and a half million dollars. Uh, another thirty-two thousand. Okay. Apparently, Joe Coy is not huge overseas. Where the crawdads sing, about sixty-five million dollars. Another four thirteen. Weeks. It's almost at eighty million. Then there's this little movie called Top Gun. You know that is scraping by with a mere six hundred and sixty-three million, roughly domestically. Six ninety foreign. We're at $1.354 billion. It has it's gone up two stops. I think it's at 13 or 12, maybe even 10 or 11. Yeah. Best all time worldwide. Amazing. I mean, that's nuts. And then for Paramount, it's just killing it. Oh, they... You know, they're, they're just they going... They were fighting to not... They Well, we want to put it on Paramount yeah. Plus and, and not make any money. And Tom said, no, no, no. And boy, how wise he was. Minions... The Rise of Gru. This is a cute little movie. I really quite liked it. And it's made, what, $334 million, $35 million. $337. Now, $425 foreign. Is it $762? It's doing great. It really is. Yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. This, too, about, what, $317, $318 million? What are the international numbers? $387. We're at $705. Wow. Nope. This movie was a disappointment uh, for me. But it's it's barreling down on about a hundred million dollars now, and I, I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah. It, it's at a hundred. It rolls out foreign this week, so there's no foreign numbers yet. But it it will be opening in theaters. I was surprised, worldwide. and I have to admit, I I try not to go in with a chip on my shoulder to movies. But when I went in on a Saturday morning and saw DC League of Super Pets, because I'm kind of super tired of super movies. Yeah. But I like this movie. It was super cute. It was cute. <laughs> you know, which shows even sometimes when you do have a chip on your shoulder, you can be swayed. And I liked it. Uh, a little over $45 million domestically. 87 worldwide. And then Bullet Train that we talked about last week. This caught me a little off guard, too. I have to admit, I, I enjoyed Bullet Train. Brad Pitt is is amazing. Uh, a little over $30 million. And, which is exactly what they projected. Is it 37 domestic, 32 foreign Sixty-nine million worldwide in a week. That's not bad. Yeah, call Climate Services. Great, great people. First of all, the fact that they actually step up and sponsor the movie show Top Ten shows you just how strong these individuals are. Yes, they're willing to great give people. To the unfortunate, that's right, charitable. But I'll tell you what, they are great taking care of your heating and air conditioning too. Someday Scott I'll called. find out. Uh, Scott texted me this week, and we're working out the final. That we're in the final mile of my home in Eureka getting natural gas. And Scott's going to kick it through the goalpost. So there you go. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. It's the official 
quirky pick of the week. Well, you know. in that case. So, you know, anybody else is just a pretender to this throne. Uh, there are a lot of them out there. No, lots of them are out there going, you know, where D goes, we shall follow. Ooh, not sure about that. I have your matching horse voice today. I know. You know, it, this, no. we can we can thank our little grandchildren for this one. Last Those Friday sweet little night, cherubs. Sweet little babies, you're holding them, and they look at you, and they coo at you, and then they sneeze right in your face, <laughs> and their little runny noses and everything. And uh, Be careful. Be I know. Careful. That's sacred territory. I know. Yeah. It, it is sacred that's territory. That's sacred snot you're talking yeah, about. That's right. Oh, the SS. <laughs> <laughs> well, mind. I've listened to you guys most of the day, but oh, I, no, I might have missed a little bit, so I don't know if you've talked about this, but I would like to take a moment to talk about Olivia Newton-John. Oh, oh yeah. I know she doesn't have a huge filmography, basically three movies. She she did some Hallmark things. I looked it up. You know, she's done a few guest roles, side roles, and playing herself in quite a few things, but her major movies are... Greece. Greece, of course. Xanadu. Xanadu. And then Xanadu. she did another one Is called another? Two of a Kind in 1983 with Travolta. She followed um, huh. those with it because of her success with yeah. Travolta. I looked it up. I'd kind of like to see it. It's a trio of angels looking for two good people on the earth. And I guess, I'm guessing. So they didn't get around of, to none, Steve and me? <laughs> well, apparently they got around to living That would be no John. good angels. Yeah, that's right. John Travolta. But, and no, I haven't seen it, but those are the three movies that she starred in. But, but I, you know, she's so impactful. What a talent. The uh. entertainment industry. Oh, you right? know, when, when I was back in the day, you know, playing the rock and roll music and stuff, I mean, she was... Everybody's Killing darling. Him, yeah. Everybody was in love with Olivia Newton-John. Well, that John. let's get physical. That well, so name her number one hit. Uh, uh, oh, um, it's the syrupy one. Uh, it's not what you think it is. It, it, what is it then? What do you think it is? I don't know. It's I, physical. Physical. Oh, it is. Well, you just her, mentioned it. Her biggest yeah. hit. Her biggest hit. Huh. What well, it, it was the one that uh, had country music fans well, all upset about. Let yeah. me be there. That's that was her breakthrough. And then there was another over. one too. Well, physical was her biggest hit. Yeah, but but my favorite song. Yes. I like Sam. Sam. Oh yeah, Sam. I know that. Yeah, and I like. Um, Have you never been mellow? Yeah. yeah. I like Please, Mr. Please. Oh, that's the one I was thinking yeah, of. Please. Yeah. Isn't that all in the same album? I mean, it seems oh, like a I, yeah, lot of those probably. are. Probably. Do you have a that's favorite? Called a, that's called a Greatest Hits album. <laughs> no, but I, I was laughing the other day. Somebody <laughs> says, uh, we need to go talk to John. He's singing at home alone, listening to Ann Murray songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh. I thought, oh, that's kind of a sort of a similar, similar era. Similar genre, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. There was some amazing oh, female talent Oh, she had tons of then. hits, yeah. though. She really did exactly. have a lot of hits. You don't have a favorite? Hopelessly devoted to you. Yeah, I mean, that's a good one. I, yeah. I, just, I just kind of liked her as, you know, just the overall uh, talent and kind of the the whole repertoire. Yeah. I, I don't think I really have a, you know, wow. You well, know, that I, last song in Greece has to be. Oh, yeah. You're the my, one that I want? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that was a good it. one. That was a good one. So, yeah, you know, great. Greece is a classic movie, you know, tons of fans. Right. So so watch it and think of Olivia Well, sadly, we, we lost her, but, you know, and then Anne Heche today. I mean, did she pass today? No, no, but, but she oh, had that car wreck. Then. Yeah, so and, she's in super critical. Condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, and, she was a, it was a burning car. Yeah. But back to Olivia Newton-John, she was only seventy-three, and she was a breast cancer survivor. Fought it for for two decades. For yeah, in fact, years. I heard that she was ready to go when she yeah. finally yeah. did pass. So, yeah. so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I haven't been able to watch a lot of movies because somebody's been pigging the TV watching 1883. 83. Now, we do have other TVs, so. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but poor Doug. He's we have not, a plethora of TVs. He's not feeling well. He's kind of down in the dumps. And I'm saying, 
I would be down in the dumps too if I was watching 1883 because what a bummer sh- series. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. You know, D. You know, when when I was watching this, the I was, old West was not fun. Oh well, and I was thinking of my relatives that came out here in in the late 1840s and the early 1852. You know, uh, for the Love Family and everything else, and I thought, man, did they have it this tough? I mean, 1883. Well, you got to think that. Taylor's going to ramp it up a little bit. Oh, my oh, gosh, but yeah. I would have just stayed. I Seriously, just it, it's stop just too wherever. much stop in St. Louis. That's why my family was killing your family when they came to Missouri. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> it was like, get out of here. It's been the joke of the family forever. The reason, no my, family, the right. reason my family is in Utah is because Dee's family was rooted in Missouri. In Missouri, shooting them as they So came. this is a Romeo and Juliet, huh? Kind of, yeah. 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 The Missourians and the... Yeah. So... I did watch, though, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Did you watch A League of Their Own? I have not. Okay. So, you know, it just dropped. and it's This a, is a series. It's a series. Yeah. It is a, I want to say 10-part. It's a eight-episode series. I haven't watched it all. But I watched two of them the other night because I Well, how did you watch them? Because it. I, it's it on just, Prime. It, it's did on it, did it Amazon come out early? Prime. It just dropped yesterday. Okay. And Doug was gone last night, so I watched. I tried to catch it earlier, and it wasn't on there. Yeah. So no. it just dropped yesterday, and I watched two of them. And it, it's it's kind of, well, nobody to talk about it with because well, nobody's I mean, seen it but me. <laughs> we know the story. Well, it is the story of the peaches, of the girls, the girls that played baseball in the... I want to say 40s. It was during World War II. Oh, yeah, World War II. But the characters are not the same characters. They're similar prototypes. Uh, You know, there's kind of a... There's no Dottie. There's no... No, there's no Dottie. They all have new names. There's a a wayward coach, and he's played by Nick Offerman. Did I say his name right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so he was on... Uh, Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec. Married he's to, married to Megan, Megan Mullally. Mullally. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's good. He's a little different character than Tom Hanks. Dale Dickey is in it. <gasps> she plays a, like a chaperone person. Did you hear us talk about Dale I Dickey earlier? I did hear earlier? you talk about yeah. her. And Boy, I mean, she's got a rough complexion. Do you know how old how? she is? No. She's, and I say this from perspective. She's only 60. You know, and she's been in The Walking Dead. I would think she's that she's been, been in... outdoors a lot in yeah, her life. Yeah, yeah, she... but she's she's good in this. It has Darcy Carden, who was from The Good Place, and uh, a lot of people you'll know. My, Michael Hitchcock, he was well, in... I'm definitely uh, going to watch it because of the baseball thing. Yeah. I'll tell you, it takes a really big turn into the LGBTQ world. Oh, okay. A, lo- uh, so a lot of... Well, I of, thought there might have been some of that. Well, probably, but they really... Uh, it's really... Not big, really dealt with in the movie. It's, a, yeah, no, it's yeah. a big part of the plot in this, oh, the, the okay. lesbian situation and... and and in regards to that, you know, the, this owner is saying, I want these ultra-feminine little dollies out there. And uh, so, you know, yeah, I mean, it's set on the movie, set on the movie base, but not the same characters. Okay. okay. So, All right. So that's out there, League of Their Own. And then our friend Michael told me to watch, um, oh, gosh, oh, uh, Trainwreck Woodstock 99. Wow, was that dire. That was about as bad as the Old West. You know, I mean, it was it yeah. was bad. Michael was, likes dark oh, man. stuff. The trash was horrible. The water was horrible. The sexual assault was horrible. So you know, if you're interested in Wood in Woodstock, I guess yeah, go back and the watch the original '69, yeah, not 99, the '99. Yeah, 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 go to the original. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, that's Isn't that sad on the, you know the 30th anniversary that pulled that off, and it, it's a train wreck. Yeah, yeah I think that the uh, the handlers the the people behind it just they were just wanting to make money. I got one for you on. Um, where is it? Uh, shoot. I'm Five ready. Da- uh, Apple TV Plus. Okay. Five Days at Memorial. It's about 
after Hurricane Katrina. Oh, I heard you talk about that yeah, earlier. With Vera well, that Farmiga. doesn't sound fun. Have you ever met Dean? Well, I mean, <laughs> let me, let me does describe. it have to have rainbows and unicorns let all the time? Do any animals get hurt? <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. Well, because okay. But I do like Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. Yeah, Farmiga. I do like her. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I will. We just kind of rained on your parade there. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm sure it was good. I, I wanted I'm trying to, to think if there's one I that's... wanted to see the Diane Keaton, and you rained on oh, that one, Oh, it's so too. cheesy. <sighs> what was the name? Uh, Mac and Rita. Is it well, really? why don't we rain on that right now? Okay. We'll Since you guys it, are bringing okay, it up. Yeah, I hear Here's about a little it. sound on, what is it called again? Mac, Mac and Rita. Rita. Okay, here we go. Welcome. Lay down, Moonshot, and think about who you want to be. I'm a 70 year old woman trapped in the body of a 30 year old. So you were thinking about old lady stuff, and uh-huh. then you turned into one. This is Max on Rita. Wow, looking good, Aunt Rita. Everything that's happening for you right now is because you're showing the world who you are. Mm. Basically, it's a 30-year-old woman who she feels like an old soul, and uh, she goes to this little weird little tent where this kind of strange guy is, he's kind of taken one of those little tanning beds, dolled it up, and she got in it, and she says, whatever you wish for, you know. Suddenly, she comes out, and she's Diane Keaton. So it's one of those movies where she was 30 years old, Oh, and I've seen she, the trailer on this. And now she's yeah. Diane Keaton. So she wished to be old? Yeah, because she thought, I'm an old soul. Oh, okay. I want to be with my people. Well, that's who I'd want to be is Diane Keaton. Well, yeah, that would be yeah. a great one to come back to. But the thing is, the whole movie is about, um, you know, now that she's Diane Keaton, she's got to figure out what she's going to do with her life. And I thought, oh, this is weird. And her friends are all like, you know, this is who you wanted to be all along. But can't you just be that person without being, you know actually 70 years old so it's kind of cheesy i thought um we have a phrase in our family don't wish away your life and that's wishing away 40 years of your life yeah Yeah, exactly but it's kind of an interesting reverse um you know yeah young to old old to young yeah Yeah, and and the fact that she actually became diane keaton is pretty cool i mean not really diane keaton but but she's struggling with the idea that okay now what do i do well Uh, save me 10 bucks does she actually get back to being 30 I will not say one way or the other. See, I thought I'd set him up where he's going to do this? that. Uh, it's on. It's in theaters. Oh, I think yep. we'll go see it, Doug. I love Diane Keaton. I wrote she no does. exclamation point. No. Oh, Ooh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't tell Doug. Well, maybe I'll stay home and rewatch. <laughs> maybe I'll become She becomes yeah. a social media influencer. Oh, cute idea. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. I'm you're, sorry. I'm you're spinning be, it right. Okay. You're not going to prevent her not from selling this. <laughs> Yeah. Let me make sure. Yeah. It is. It is in wide release and make it. I'll call one of my good friends and we'll go. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> not Wheezy Joe. You're not. No, t- yeah. No, I can't I take just, him out. <laughs> I just got Wheeze here. Okay. okay well, well, thanks. Oh, thanks look that. at the time, D. I got to go. Uh-huh. I got to go. Or you could see right. the, the Dale Dickey movie, uh, A Love Song. That's that sounds cute. That's really sweet. sweet. What's that on? How do we uh, see that? That's also in theaters. In theaters. Okay. All right. Everything's okay. in theaters this week. That's good. It is 1120. Thank heaven. Here at KSL News Radio, let's take a break and we will come right back. The movie show. I'm oh, sorry. What? I called you City Stuff. That was pretty close. That's, that's a lame nickname. That was good. Better than Jobin. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Today, the movie show is originating from Sound Sleep Medical. And you know, you always get my attention, and it's not just an age thing. Although I'm, I'm in an age group, baby boomer, that pays a lot of attention to this. But anybody, when you start mentioning something that is so easily taken care of, but it can cause a stroke, 
it can give you a greater chance of dementia, other, you know, physical and mental things. Boy, it's time to do something about it, and that's what Sound Sleep Medical is all about. Boy, when you say stroke, when you say dementia, it gets my attention in a big, big hurry. Yeah, you know, and I've seen too many patients come into my office after they've had a stroke. You know, and some are not that old. We're talking, you know, late 50s, and their abilities are very much altered because of the stroke. And it's their cardiologist that says, hey, go find out about your sleep. We need to find out what caused this stroke. So many times, it sure enough, we test them and they have sleep apnea. And that's what's linked to their stroke or their dementia. So. And, when, and when you can do something about it, you know, it's not just a matter of a better night's sleep and convenience and not annoying your spouse and keeping the rest of the family awake with your snoring. It's really watching out for your health, your well-being physically and mentally. And when it's something that can be as relatively simple as taking care of it with this oral appliance that you guys specialize in, it's time to do it. It's such an easy fix. Something you wear on your teeth at night, and maybe you're not thinking about long-term health right now, but it will make you feel better today. You know, so many people are dragging through their day. They are tired all day long. They're snoring and keeping their spouse awake. Uh, Maybe they are dealing with morning headaches more than they should. It will help all of these things today, let alone everything that we've talked about, your future health. And, you know, maybe someone's listening right now and you're going, well, this doesn't really seem to apply to me right now. But, boy, think about mom. Think about dad. Think about grandma and grandpa or maybe a sleep partner. And uh, a lot of people call on someone else's behalf. Yeah. And we mentioned earlier, maybe you feel like you don't have any symptoms. I'm not snoring. I'm not tired. Have you done a sleep test? Yeah. You've got to do that test to find out and to rule things out because I've seen a lot of people who really are not showing symptoms. They take our at-home sleep study, and sure enough, we find out they do have sleep apnea. And boy, right now, you can not only get the free sleep consultation, the free sleep screening, which is uh, amazing in and of itself, but also today, what the heck, it's summertime, we're having fun, two free movie tickets if you'll Make the phone call. Keep the appointment. Absolutely. No obligation. No strings attached. Just come in. Speak to one of our sleep consultants. Do that at-home sleep study. Let's at least rule it out to make sure that you're doing everything you can to be healthy today, but also in the future. 801-716-8672. How about if we quickly talk about summer ring? And okay. I'd like to spend a little more time on Emily, the criminal, and bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, summering, I think we have some sound. Okay, let's get a little sound on that. This is our last weekend before middle school. I want to go backwards, not forward. That can't be real. Of course it's real. He's dead? We make a pact to try and find out who he was. You can't not look for someone who's gone. Someone is waiting for this guy to come home. Well, the first thing you'll notice is Midvale. This is shot in and around Midvale. There's even a scene where the tracks train is coming by, and that little, uh, it's like a little drive-in right across from uh, Morley's Barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know right where that is. Yeah, so there, all kinds of scenes. You'll, you'll recognize a bunch of stuff. The thing is, it's a movie about four young women, girls, who are going into middle school, 
and they they have this special place. They call it Terabithia, and they've got all this little decoration stuff. They find a dead body. Oh wow! And these are like twelve year old girls, and you'd think right away that they they would freak out and like, hello, call the police. Yeah, no, no kidding. This is our body. They actually move the body. What? Yeah. They adopt the body. Well, they move it like out of the way somewhere, and like first of all, the fact that the and then they're taking pictures with him. Oh, you know, weird. like what the heck is going on here? And then they're trying to figure out who he is, and so it becomes like, like a Nancy Drew mystery to yeah. figure out the identity of this guy. It's just not good. That's it. Because at first I'm going, "Well, stand by me." Yeah, it's and what it's I'm trying going, to be. <laughs> the next couple of words, I went, "No, this ain't it." Now, and the whole time I'm like thinking, "Call the police. Yeah, tell your mother something. Somebody, how are you? Like, oh no." It's our body. I think. Okay, creepy girls. Okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> okay, that sounds so a bit summering, foolish. Uh, like I gave it a C. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. The movie show. Hey, look, he's trained. Shake. Uh huh. Speak. Hi there. Look. Did that dog just say hi there? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show coming to you from Sound Sleep Medical 801 716. 8672 is the number to call. We'll talk again with Melissa in a few moments. But I want to talk about a movie called Emily the Criminal. I have to admit this little movie caught me a bit off guard. Let's get some sound. Emily the Criminal. I need a real job just to, like, pay my loans. Let me uh, hook you up. In the next hour, you will make 200 cash, but you will have to do something illegal. You won't be in danger, but you will be breaking the law. You make that much selling TVs. Sometimes TVs, sometimes other things. You could show me how to do it. The two voices you heard there, Aubrey Plaza, she's a, a, a person who is saddled with student debt, plus she's got a little blemish on her criminal record. Yep. Nothing horrible, but it's just, an, enough to... just enough to mess you up a little bit. And then the other voice that you heard was Yosef, who's played by Theo Rossi. And, you know, he, he's this charismatic guy. And you're kind of going, okay, this this is a little weird. But she she works as a food delivery. It's kind like of a, a catering, catering type thing. And the, the guy asks her to f- fill in, and she does. And then he does her a favor by giving her this phone number. Hey, you can make you know $200. And so she is desperate enough. She follows up on it. And... It's almost like you're one of those little weird seminars, you know, where you can make $200. Yeah, like a multi-level market. But it's a, it's a little more shady than that. Definitely shady. And all these people are sitting there, and they're just being – and they're absolutely up front. You know, this is what you will do. You will make $200, but it is illegal. And what they're doing is credit card fraud. Right. These guys make the cards and everything else. Then they, they target. They the numbers on a list. And, and they've got it down. You know, that you do not hit a business more than once in a certain period of time. You do this, you know. And so the first thing, it goes smoothly. She gets a TV. And what's weird is she's so paranoid, she puts a baseball cap on. 
you know, just takes it off the shelf, puts it on. She's checking out. She forgets that she's wearing this hat. This guy chases her Which out. is a great moment. Oh, it's a wonderful moment. And she's just going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? She was going to pay for that? Are you going to pay for that? <laughs> and she can't even figure out what he's talking about until yeah. she remembers the he hat. He points it. And then she turns around and takes the hat off and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And when she's carting out a st- basically yeah, a stolen a great, TV. Well, it's a, it's a $2,000 TV. Yeah. So... Anyway, she kind of gets uh, into it, and then the next time, it's you can make $2,000. Well, you know... This let, was a little tougher. Let's just put it this way. Things do not go perfectly, and I, she there's there's some sparks flying back and forth between she and Yosef. Yeah. So it's intriguing. How this thing turns out is real interesting. It has what I thought was a bit of a surprise ending, and I I have to admit, I was entertained by the movie. I really was much more than I thought I was going to be when I first sat down. Well, my thought is that she's always done these comedies. She's always the sassy friend that you bring to a wedding or whatever. And in this case, she got to play somebody completely different. And as an actress, I, I would think that that would be something yeah. that she would want to do. And I think that's the biggest thing that people have noticed about this. Yes, this is Aubrey Plaza, usually the goofy sidekick girl. But... She's getting to play a whole different part, and she's brilliant at she's it. She's really good at it. She she is really good in this role, and she she really exercises that true acting rather than just going for the laughs and going yeah, for the. You goofiness. can just tell by her face when she's getting oh, well had oh, with you, buddy. Some of her job interviews are just well, there are two of them. One is just really agonizing. Yeah, and so yeah, this is probably my pick of the week as far as so. What's the grade? B plus. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, this is a solid three. For me, I could even lean a little more like Steve did because it, it caught me off guard. It was interesting. It was something that I haven't seen before, and the performances were great. And it is rated R for some violence and some So how do we see this? It's in wide. It's in theaters. In theaters yeah. right now in Again, wide there, release. Again, these wide release is probably not the right word for this. I mean, maybe 1,200 screens versus 4,000. Like I'm always intrigued, too, when a movie shows you how an otherwise pretty decent person who's kind of trying to, you know, is screwed up here and there and has not done everything appropriately, but it's basically a good soul. And how they can be lured into this kind of life, just going, you know, everybody's just making this crazy hard. They're vindictive. It's me. I'm I'm buried in student debt. And you can see. Well, you can see the change in her thinking, too. Oh, yeah. You think you're going to get me? I'm getting you first, buddy. Yep. All right. The Movie Show. Where are you now? I'm sitting in my office. I doubt that. Why would you doubt that? If you were in your office right now, we'd be having this conversation face-to-face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, here's a great title for a movie. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Let's get some sound from this one. Who wants to play Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? So how do you play? If you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it, you are the murderer. And if you're the murderer, you have to kill someone by touching them on the back. The most important part, if you come across a body, you have to yell, Body, body, body! Okay, this is such a weird movie, you know, and it's set, this this is kind of based on an actual game. And, you know, it's one of those murder-in-the-dark things. And these kids, what a, what a whacked-out eclectic group. <laughs> Of kids here. Uh, I couldn't uh, figure out why Lee Pace was in I there. I know. An older guy. The whole thing kind of 
doing whatever he does. And so they're gathering at this place. A hurricane is coming. And so, of course, they lose electricity and everything else. And you can tell there's a lot of tensions and a lot of jealousies. And, you know, somebody actually, and, and it occurred to me as I was watching, I said, this is turning into, you know, Lord of the Flies. I mean, what in the world's going on here? But anyway, you, you're thinking that maybe certain things have happened, but have they? But finally, there there's a real murder there. Yeah, they're dead people. You know, and, and this is what the Pete Davidson character and, you know, he's such an eclectic, kind of unlikable person anyway. A lot of these people are unlikable, except this one sweet little gal who's kind of went to Utah State. Yeah, I noticed Get that. that. And they mentioned it several times. Yeah, they mentioned it several times. And did she really graduate? And, you know, kind of like, who cares? But as the evening progresses. Did you recognize who she was? She was the Russian girl in the Borat movie. Oh, see, that I'm not was, a big Borat fan. You, so I, did you not see the one they did the last one where? Well, did you recognize you know who uh, the uh, Amanda Sten, uh, Amanda Stenberg? Yes, she was Rue. Yeah, you know, in, I know in the Hunger Games. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have been in other so, things that were in this. But anyway, the the bottom line is here: kids just start dropping like flies, and it ain't pretty. And pretty soon you're going, do I even care about what's happening here? And at the end, we find out that maybe what got this all going was a whole different thing than we thought. And I, I don't know. I, I just wasn't very fond of this film. Well, it's, it's definitely based on millennials and all of their issues. The one girl who said, I've suffered from a body dysphoria or something. I can't remember what she said. And they go, oh, shut up, because she didn't like her body. Yeah. And uh, these are things that millennials and... And they're all beautiful young people, and you go, oh, get over it. Well, yeah, but I could see it's a comedy geared toward that age group. Are you saying... Yeah, this is not for you. This is not for you either? No. But you uh, got it because you're so enlightened. That is true. Yes. I did chuckle. I mean, because they're <laughs> oh, so silly, you know. I mean, yeah. in their own little world, each generation has their own little set of whatevers. And so not that's ours. what theirs was. Oh, yeah, we're perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're so perfect I, I gave it a, I gave it a, what, I gave it a C plus or... Okay, yeah, at least you're down in the C category. If you were going B, I was really going to worry about you. Yeah, well, I maybe okay. I gave it a B minus. Anyway, it's rated R, and it's yeah. In- give it a C plus, and I'll feel a whole lot better about you. Well, that's what I'm shooting for. Which, <laughs> yeah, your I old goal your, in life. I live for your affirmation, Doug. Yeah, of Thank course you. you do, and should. So can we mention the other two movies? Really, bodies, quick? bodies, bodies. Showing where? Uh, it's in wide release. Okay. This is also one of the 1,200 screen things. All right. Two streaming movies. Yes. Day Shift with Jamie Foxx. He's a He's a vampire killer in the San Fernando Valley. He's pretending to be a pool cleaner guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely violent. You okay. know, killing vampires can't be easy. The other movie is a, like a, just a PG movie called Secret Headquarters where Owen Wilson plays a superhero. Uh, you know, crash lands, aliens love him. And, but he, this is more about a, a father who is kind of abandoned his family to become this superhero, which I thought was an interesting twist. His son, okay. Charlie, he doesn't know that his dad, he's like, oh, another meeting, dad. You got another conference or whatever. And he's going around the world saving things, and he hasn't told his kid. So okay. it was, was kind of cute, but again, it just got a little silly towards the end. There's just enough time here 
for telephone oh, that's right. torture, oh, ladies no. and gentlemen. And I'm going to really go crazy today. I am looking for caller number two. two. Caller number two. Wow. What have you done? I know. Now, the boys back in the station have got to be very careful and cleanse the lines. Ooh, I almost forgot it. I finally watched 13 Lives, and I don't mean to jump in here, but the the movie that was yeah. based on the rescue and yeah. the kids in Thailand, it's actually really, really, really okay. good. Good. Sorry. All right. I wanted now, to mention that for Of on. course, this uh, prestigious segment is sponsored by our friends at Megaplex Theaters. So let's go to our one, our only, proclaimed loser for today. Oh, boy. And hi, who's this? Hello? Hello. Is this Vahe? It is. Vahe, you, my friend, are a loser. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know. It stings, doesn't it? It does. Are you embracing it? Sure. You going to survive it? I'll let you know next week. No, we know for sure because you've <laughs> survived it for about, what, 842 weeks? His phone yep. system. I know. What do you pay for phone bills? I know. How many phones do you have in your house? I think it's like he works at the NSA or something. Or did he just hang up on us? I hope so. Nope. No, oh, you're there still oh. there. You're still there. Yeah, do you work at the NSA? I do not. What is the water cooling bill at your home? <laughs> they don't like that question, by the way. Oh, well, not. you shouldn't ask it on a golf course. On a charity golf tournament. When you got the guy, though, the dude The itself. guy. Okay, let's let Vahe know exactly what he is well, today. Just enjoying it. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, now we go back to the phone line, and hi, who's this? Does that make me the wiener? You are a big wiener, as a matter of fact. Now, who is this? This is Lindy. Lindy, congratulations. You are a big wiener on the movie show. You've got two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You've got two drinks. You've got a tub of popcorn. And you are going to be heading to the theater as soon as you make Vahe today, our one and only loser, feel a little better about himself. Oh, I'm so sorry, guy. <laughs> but no, you're not. You're the winner. <laughs> So, who are we going to hear from here? The chairman of the board. There we go. Frank. You love it when your people just fall in line. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just a good exercise in great wisdom and mirth. Hold a little biscuit out. Okay. A big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters for proudly sponsoring. Well, okay. For sponsoring Telephone Torture here. On the movie show. Indeed. We have just enough time to thank Melissa and all of our friends at Sound Sleep Medical for tolerating the movie show. Once again, we love hanging out with you guys. And are we still good for a couple of minutes for people to make the phone call and get the consultation, the sleep screening, and the two free movie tickets? Absolutely. Call now, 801-716-8672 few spots left so that we can give you that great offer okay it's good only during the movie show so and you know sometimes we coast a little bit on the time but we want to make sure that you do the right thing for your health your well-being for your family 
why don't you call right now? Sound Sleep Medical. Ask them all about the oral appliance. There's a location that is near you, and there's no risk. No risk, no obligation. Let's get you tested so you can start sleeping better, feeling better today, but also, like we've talked about so much, let's make sure that you are you stay as healthy as you can as you age. And almost all the major medical insurance companies, they take care of this. They do. Because they it, know what it does. It's covered by your insurance, most likely, and then HSA, flex spending if you need it, 0% financing. 801-716-8672. That's the number to call for Sound Sleep Medical. It's 12 o'clock noon. Thanks so much for being part of the movie show. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.